Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Lehman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Good, Mike. I noticed you've been spicing up the intro a little bit lately. You know, different different tones, a different, a different, and different emphasis pacings. on the different. Yeah, surrounding. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like you're you're spicing up this relationship. You know, trying a little bit of like role play, that kind of thing. Yeah, you well, know? you got to play with it a little bit, right? Like yeah. somebody I was somebody I was talking to one time was like, "Why don't you record it and then just play it every week, especially for the outro." Because how often do I screw up that outro, right? <laughs> That's true, yeah. Like, so, but people are like, why, 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 don't you, uh, why don't you just pre-record it and then slap it on at the end with some music underneath? But like, that's not authentic to me. You know? Oh, oh, okay. All right. You know, this is, this is an old-fashioned dad podcast <laughs> where we, we value our outros and intros. This is, <laughs> and, this is the artiste side of you, yeah. Well, I mean, again, I, I, I could be, on one hand, it could be laziness because like I, you could say, well, it's lazier to record it and then never actually do it yourself and just keep mm-hmm. reusing the same audio over and over again. Yeah. But I also could say to you that it's also lazier to not do all the work to make that produced outro to use every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I got, I got a, a good opinion on that. I, I feel like IT people, the lazier the IT person, the better. Because they will spend, and I, I'm, I'm part of this group, is, oh, I've, I do this thing for 10 minutes like every day. I'm going to spend 40 hours scripting something so I never have to do that 10 minutes thing again, right? So it's like, yeah, you're being lazy, but you're being super productive because you want to be lazy, right? I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about because I kind of did something similar at work. One of the things that happens a lot is I have to... Google search databases of retailers for a certain product to see if it's available live or not. Right. And basically what I realized was I'm like, this is taking up so much of my time that I created an Excel document mm-hmm. where I just type in the, the name of whatever it is I'm searching for and it auto-populates it on all the retailers that I search through. And then nice. I just click, 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 click the links. And, and then if it's there, I just copy. And if it's not, I just close the window. <laughs> Perfect. And then you're one step away from writing a little like web crawler, which will just search those links for you and grab it if it's there. Well, that's the funny thing. I yeah. asked my, I, I talked to my web developer and I asked him originally for, for how to do this. Like, I'm like, can you get me started on this? Mm-hmm. And then I'll just do the rest of the work myself. And he's like, I'm so proud. Cause like, you're the only, <laughs> you're the only other person in the company that has like put in at least a little bit of effort to, in towards like doing that kind of thing. Cause he's the same way. Like he'll, he'll automate something to that that takes five minutes to do because it's you know oh well it could be done more efficiently if i just did it exactly mike exactly yeah so yeah no no i i I hear you i hear you but how are you doing (laughs) good i guess yeah it's just the same old thing right i don't i don't do anything we don't go anywhere we don't like the year point right this is the year point almost for when we went in yeah i think covid anniversary for me is i think the 13th of march yeah i'd say that's that's probably the yeah because that's that's when all the schools shut down and like my company we still went back to work for like two days after that of course but yeah 13th i think that's the official anniversary who would have thought it would be lasting this long I know, right? Like, remember when you were numbering the episodes because you didn't think it was going to last? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it's like, I got to stop this because they're just all going to be this forever. Yeah, we, we would be at, we would be almost at the COVID Chronicles week 52. Yeah, basically. I think we'd be at like, what, 50? This would be, if, 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 number this would so be 50, 50 right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so depressing. If everybody just would have stayed in their gosh darn house, Mike, for a whole month, all would have been done. But, you know. Yep. Civil no. liberties and all that, I guess. <laughs> I, I was actually talking to my I was talking to my dad today and okay. he was telling me that my grandmother, who is ninety-two, she's eligible to go get her vaccination right now. Nice, yeah. My aunt is apparently all over getting her signed up for scheduling her appointment. Mm-hmm. And she said that she spent all day today trying to get it set up. And it, it, for whatever reason she couldn't get it done. 
Oh, because like the website was crashing or something. Or I, I don't it's know. Just such a big process. Yeah. I guess it's because like, it was. This is you know, Purple Monkey dishwasher through my dad. My right, dad is right. saying, you know, hey, your aunt tried to set it up today, and, and she spent all day trying to do it, and still couldn't get an appointment. Uh, set you're up. gonna have to take this on yourself, Mike. My my grandmother got vaccinated, but she's in like a not an old folks home, but a retirement home, and everybody right. in the retirement home got done. But I think the actual like facility arranged it all. See, that's the thing. My grandma, she lives on her own mm-hmm. in a a retirement community, I guess. It's one of those like adult communities where it's like it's all fenced in and no kids are allowed to live there right, and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those places. But it's not like, you know, it's not a retirement home, that kind of Yes, thing. that's right. Yeah, there's not necessarily nurses and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, no. Grandma, she lives at her place and she's she's doing just fine. Well, that's but- good. Good for you, Grandma. it's really independent but yeah mike we're we're just living vicariously through you you and laura and your house buying adventures i know there's probably no real great stories to talk about but yeah like we're we're right in it we're with you the whole way because this is the only excitement in our entire lives and then every time you show us a house it's like well it's gonna go for this or no it's gonna go for this this is what we're bidding on and and we're usually pretty good. We're usually pretty good at guessing. It's crazy. And in and, and the market, the market right now is so stupid. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely stupid. Like we went out on Saturday and we saw five houses. Yep. Which was crazy. And it felt like we were shopping for our, our first house, right? Like you got to see a whole bunch of houses in one day and it was great. And and this was like, oh yeah, no, all of these were appointments that were all set up. I couldn't believe our realtor managed to pull that off. Like right. kudos to her and her assistant who scheduled five appointments in an afternoon for us. We actually asked for seven houses and two of the houses sold before we even got in to see Oh, them. nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. One of them was on the market for two days, which was crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a seller's market right now, right? Which is why it's so insane, but... Uh, well, yeah, I mean, a perfect example is we saw all those houses in a day and then our realtor's like, what did you think of this one? Because you have today to bid on it or it's gone. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. It turned out it was one of our front runners. So we did. We were like, if we don't, we're going to you know, feel up. Sure, we're going to be yeah. disappointed that we didn't. So we bid and we thought we you know i followed my realtor's advice because in the past there's been something like when we bought this house she said this is what you should come in at and we went higher than that because we didn't want to lose the house right and that that's the difference it was not a it was a buyer's marketplace at that point so we were able to offer under the asking price and still get the house and it was funny because she's like, oh, if you bid 20K under, you'll get it. And we we're like, no, we, d- we don't want to not get it. So we bid less than that. Right. And, and then they countered and then we, we met them in the middle. And I was like, if we'd done what she said, they would have countered and we probably would have paid what we asked for in the first place. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, we're going to trust her. I, you know, she's clearly she's got her, you know, she knows what she's doing. And we've bid on three houses mm-hmm. at this point and it's crazy because it's literally like an auction except the difference is the at this auction is that you don't know what anyone else it's a silent doing. auction this one's a yeah. silent auction yeah. it's a silent auction and, and also you have like there's never a chance unless you're like one of the top two to to bid higher kind of a thing right so literally the first one we go to she says you know oh it's gonna go for for this so we we bid that and we were comfortable with that and then it went for like 100k more than that <laughs> nice and we're like are you are you serious uh, okay and then we went to the second the second one we bid on that one and she said you know it's probably going to be this and we bid that and it only went for 10k more than what we bid on it and we actually were offered the chance to bid again and the reason that we didn't was because with one hour to go before the deadline they disclosed that it had like this ridiculous pipe in it like the, all the plumbing was this this stupid piping from from 1995 to 2005 or something like that. Right, that's like, yeah. That's like, oh, this is going to be better than copper pipe. By the way, it turned out it's worse than copper pipe. <laughs> like, like yeah. it was supposed to double the lifespan of copper pipe and it's half the lifespan of copper pipe and it has a tendency to burst at random. So it was like, well, we don't need that headache because basically we talked to my mom is our insurance agent. And she she flat out told me like I, I called her and I was like, look, it has this piping in it. And she's like, you're in, she's a broker, not a like my insurance. Sure. Agent, yeah. Yeah. But, but she's like, your insurance company will drop you if you buy this house. And I was like, sweet, let's not buy that. house." <laughs> so 
because like it really is she's like you can still get insurance from somebody else but they will likely not offer you water protection and i'm like that's kind of what we would need yeah that's the main (laughs) one yeah that's the main one that's the most important yeah yeah so we decided to not offer again and then when that one was kind of like okay well we're in the ballpark now you know we could i feel like we're we're doing okay and then we bid on this one and the realtor was like i don't see this house going for over 700 Mm -hmm. because it was it was at like 670 is what it was going for and she's like this isn't gonna go for more than 700 one up the street earlier in that week went for 685. Right. So, you know, you're going to, that's what you're, you're looking at. And we're like, okay, well, we'll go, we'll go 695. It went for 790. <laughs> <laughs> you should have listened to me, Mike. I, I mean, I should be a realtor. I think I'll be a realtor going forward. Yeah. You're going to go out and do all the yeah, legwork for us? Yeah. I will Google the houses for you <laughs> and then click the book appointment button on the website. I, I think we can make it work. I'll only do like 2% commission. It'll be super cheap for you. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, no, the house hunting has been a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, and and, the, and obviously crazy. the last, that last one was a bit of a shock to the system because mm-hmm. it was, we've been looking at townhouses lately because townhouses are newer in, in, in this area. There's a lot of newer townhouses. And our strategy originally was we'll buy a fixer upper for really low and then we'll spend the money we make on this house to fix it up. And then it was basically like, oh no, the fixer upper houses are still going for like 150,000 over asking, which would eat up all of our budget for repairs and renos. So it's like, okay, well, we might as well buy something that's finished. And the townhouses were not going for 100K over or 150K over. And now they suddenly are. So it's like, sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's rough, Mike. That's real rough. We actually have another house that we were going to put an offer in on if this one didn't go through on Wednesday. And the thing was, is it's kind of like, we know that that one is probably going to go for way higher. So now that this one went for as high as it did, we're like, do we even bother? Yeah, you've kind of given up on it. Yeah. But you got to put the bid in. It doesn't cost you anything to put the bid in. It's fair. It costs me my time is what it costs me. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose. And a little bit of sanity each and every time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I lost lost a bit of sleep over this last one because I thought we were actually going to get it. And then when we found out like first thing in the morning that we didn't get it, I was like, are you serious? I slept like shit for this. Like, yeah, yeah for, for this bad news. Yeah. 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 It was terrible. I took a yeah. nap. Didn't like it. Wow. Nap. Mike, we will stop dwelling on this for you. I can see. I can see it's taking years off your life here. So we can move on. Yeah. So, Mike, I guess I'll, I'll talk about my kids stuff. I'll, I'll very unceremoniously move on to a different topic. I don't have Fair. that, Look at you. that you're gift getting, that you have here, but... Uh, yeah, you're getting... So, you'll work on it, right? That's the only way you'll learn to segue is if you start doing them <laughs> yeah. yourself. Yeah, Mike, speaking of that topic, here's something else we can talk <laughs> about. Yeah, I don't have a ton of kids' stories this week. You know, it, it's kind of like we talked about. He's, you know, he does funny things now, but he's not necessarily developing at any huge rate anymore, right? I mean, now that they're... Now that they're old and practically grown up. Yeah. But uh, you'll be proud. He's starting to learn how to draw a little bit. And I'm not just talking like, you know, here's a piece of paper and he just sort of scribbles and says, this is you, daddy. It's like, oh, okay, great. Very uh, like Picasso-esque. But like, you know, if you if you draw like a face, he's starting to learn that the arms, like there's one arm on each side and one leg on each side. Now, of course, the arms are coming out like your forehead and the legs are coming out of your mouth. But right, right. Yeah. He's starting to understand that. Yeah. There's one on this side, one on that side, one on the top and one on the bottom, like that kind of deal. So it's just, yeah, it's weird how this, this sort of like clicks in, you know, after months of just sort of scribbles and, and whatever, he's starting to kind of piece things together because he can do smiley faces. Like he can do like line, 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 you know, very, very yep, basic, yep. but, but yeah, that's it. And then he's also identified that, our lovely dog Banjo has no hands. Oh wow! Yeah, it took him this long to figure out. Yeah, Banjo has he no only hands. has feet, so he has to help Banjo do certain things because Banjo has no hands, Mike. <laughs> 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 so, Mister Helpful Guy, and then I think it was a couple days ago. We've been doing. We, I, we, I think I've mentioned we've been struggling with the morning routine and stuff, and so what we've got in there is a little uh, lamp that turns on when we kind of would like him to wake up and get out of bed. So he's supposed to stay in bed until this light turns on and so on and so forth. So he every time that light turns on, Mike, he gets so amped up, like so excited. And I think I've said this on the show before, but the other day he woke up and he was just telling me about all the fun things he's going to do today. 
And then we get up to go, you know, share the good news with mom because we can't let mom sleep in. Of course, no. But he turns to me and goes, I live on Earth. And I go, <laughs> what? And it's like, I live on Earth, daddy. And it's like, oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> where, <laughs> where is this coming from? Because obviously we've talked about it in the past, right? But definitely, uh, yeah. yeah, he just sort of, yeah, throws it in your face. I live on Earth. Oh. Great. <laughs> I'm glad you are aware of this. Good to know. Yeah. Well, because it's funny, right? We'll say like, you know, where does Mike live? Oh, he lives in a house. Where does grandma live? Oh, she lives in a house. Where do you live? I live on Earth. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very broad picture for there. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's kind of all the cutesy stories we have this week, Mike. I know. I'm sure you have a couple that you can. I throw I have at one us. big one. One big one. I, okay. Can throw. Yeah, it's a good one. I was listening very intently to a story you told last week. Okay. Which was that Ben was telling mommy that he loves her unprompted. Oh, yes. Yeah. And how much she enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So last Saturday, no, Sunday, it was Sunday, I taught William how to say, I love mommy. Nice. And so he busts that out at random now, and it certainly makes Laura's day. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's good, Mike. Good, good fathering right there. Yes. So he, he'll stay, he'll say, he'll say, I love daddy and stuff. But, yeah. But no, he, he will pr- unprompted now say, I love mommy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty it's cute. Pretty- eh? Does he throw in like a little hug and stuff with it too? Or that's still sometimes, coming. That's coming down the pipe. Yeah. Yeah, he does sometimes. It's he still does his weird, like ridiculous open mouth kiss of like. Oh yeah, yeah. The baby. Did kiss. I tell you? Did I tell you about the open mouth kissing and how basically um, his daycare told us that like all of the kids do that? Like they, it's they said that they have the issue that none of the other daycares in the city have right now, and supposedly kids William's age in in city in the daycares all over the city have a real problem with like kids fighting. Oh, okay. But the kids at my daycare can't stop kissing each other on the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> well, I feel like that's better. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, it yeah. is. But we're in the middle of a pandemic. Maybe yeah, they should stop uh, kissing yeah. each other on the mouth. But they're like, yeah, every time we turn our backs, they're kissing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder which kid brought that in. Because it had to be one kid knew how to do it. And he kissed some other kid. And they're like, well, this is a fun game. We're it must. I, I part of me thinks it's William. You think so? We yeah. Kiss, we kiss with him a lot, right? Like yeah. we're like big kiss for mommy, big kiss for daddy. So I wonder if he just starts kissing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, Mike. Yeah, a better better that than like a right hook or something. I, I think that's a, a wiser choice. Yeah. Well, he's starting to get to the point with us where he is. We we asked them at daycare once. And we're like, how, how do you guys deal with him hitting? And they're like, what are you, what are you talking about? He doesn't hit anybody. And we're like, hmm, interesting. Because <laughs> William will sometimes get frustrated and then he'll throw a hook, you know, like we we have these books that were always his favorites and they're the little dinos, little, the, the hello genius little dino books. Right. And they are all books that are like, you know, they, they're to bite bad behavior in the uh, nip yeah. it in the bud. Life kind of lesson thing. kind of books. Yeah. Yeah. So the books are like, they're literally all called little dino, little dinos don't hit. Little dinos don't yell, little dinos don't push, and little dinos don't bite. That's the whole oh, okay. the series. Yeah. yeah. And he he loves those books. And we stopped reading them for we stopped reading them for a while. And then he started hitting. And we're like, okay, well now we're gonna bring these books back out because someone needs to learn that he don't hit. You know, little dinos don't hit, so you don't hit. And he likes reading them again, but every time you read a page where you're like, Hey, little dino, little dinos don't hit. He's like, hit. <laughs> yeah, that's the takeaway. <laughs> yeah, the takeaway is hit. And then it's like, no, no, it's, it's don't hit. Hit. Okay. And then it's like, all right, well, let's read this one. Little dinos don't push. Push. Right. Yeah. 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 That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, yeah Ben so. Ben has a hitting problem with us, too. Apparently, he doesn't really do it at daycare, but if he's getting mad with us, he won't hit Tiff, but he'll come and whack me a bunch of times. Oh, but yeah. it's all due to frustration, right? Because he gets mad that you say, oh, you can't do this or or whatever. And 
Yeah. So we we're trying to, I think, have we ever talked about this on the show? Like, yeah, the, you like the new age parenting and stuff. Yeah. 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 And you're trying to like get on their level and understand like, yes, you can feel this way, but you shouldn't do it. That kind of deal. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes, man, you just want to whack them because it would just, <laughs> I feel like if I can hit you a lot harder than you can hit me and then you'll learn that you shouldn't it. hit yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no. Can't do that. That's child abuse. Yeah, it is definitely child abuse. You know, you know, if you just don't tell those stories on the podcast, I think you'll be okay. Oh, smart, Mike. I mean, hey, we're in the middle of the pandemic. You, nobody sees your kid, right? Just don't post any pictures of bruises. This is yeah. all terrible and dark. We should <laughs> not is, be talking about These are also this. kids. The first thing they do when they're going to walk to the daycare, daddy hit me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell me the, all the police report stuff, please, child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was at this time, and yeah, that's right. It hurt my arm. Yeah, oh, God. Sometimes I wonder, like, because he's got William gets bruises really easily, and I find that he gets bruises all over his legs from like you just grabbing his legs and pulling them them back so that you can change his butt. Right. And I look at those bruises, and I'm like, what does the daycare think of this? <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. He's just got. He's just got like pretty sensitive skin like he well i think there's times because we had the exact same problem like one of ben's legs was just riddled with bruises and it's like where are you getting this from and then it's like oh shoot i'm kind of like look at my hand and it's like oh it's yeah it's when i'm holding him and then he kind of like kicks so you sort of squeeze just a little harder to keep it still it's like oh yeah they, they line up perfect like yeah this is bad. Yeah, you can like line them up with your fingerprints like <laughs> yeah, it's like an ergonomic exactly. joystick or something exactly yeah yeah, so you feel bad about that one, but definitely, yeah. definitely. Oh, well, see, you said I was so good at. at okay, I'll, I'll transition us out of this, Mike. I want to talk about space for a space. minute. Space, space, yeah. Well, I guess we could actually talk about the Mars landing too. But I really yeah. wanted to talk about SpaceX and their Starlink internet, Mike. Have you been okay. following this at all? No, I haven't. Is it better than what I have now? Uh what speed do you have now? 50 megabytes the answer is significantly yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah so spacex has been doing this program and i think it originally started off as like elon musk said he wanted to give the entire internet the world or sorry the entire world the internet through satellites and everybody's like okay elon whatever you say and sure enough he has now made this happen i don't know how much experience you have with traditional satellite internet mike but it tends to be very expensive very slow you know, it gets you the internet, but that's about it. What what Starlink promises to do, and it has been proving that it can do it, is it's a low Earth orbit. So the satellites tend to be significantly closer to the planet. So you can get speeds of up to 200 megabits a second with latency or latency, sorry, of about 20 milliseconds, you know, which is actually very impressive, right? Like you can do online gaming with satellite internet which is baffling. And it's all for a pretty cheap price. Uh, I think in the US, it's it's $99 a month. In Canada, it's 130 So, you know, you can balk at that price a little bit because obviously I pay 159 for like fiber internet and all that type of stuff. But compared to a typical rural user who will pay about 90 bucks a month for five megabits down, it's actually a really good deal. And it'll really, in my opinion, revolutionize internet for those who sort of live outside like the major urban centers Mm -hmm. you know because you can have grandma and grandpa on a farm or or whatever somebody who doesn't necessarily have great internet all of a sudden now they can do everything for a pretty reasonable price which would be pretty awesome yeah that's that's pretty great yeah i think it'd be pretty good i know there's even people like in your situation (laughs) it's like we can't get any faster let's put it on our 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 house you know put on the roof and yeah i mean like that that's something that i have to deal with like my my neighborhood is an older neighborhood and they haven't upgraded like i couldn't get the same internet package as you if i wanted to no exactly i mean it's not like the old-fashioned satellite dishes either which were like six feet across or even you know it's more like the size of a regular like bell tv satellite you know i want to say it's like two or three feet wide and it auto you know adjusts and corrects and you know right now they're asking you to sort of leave it where you registered it to be but in the future you could theoretically bring it to the cottage with you or on vacation or if you have a boat you could throw it on the boat and get internet no matter where you are in the ocean so like the possibilities for it are very interesting. Like I'm very keenly keeping my eye on it for work purposes because we have a lot of boats that go out and trying to get internet out there. Mike is just brutal. So if we could just mount this on like the cab or something like that, it would be amazing. But yeah, it's cool technology nonetheless. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
Did you want to also talk about the Mars landing stuff? Because it sounded like you were like, we could talk about it. We could and talk then you about didn't it. I, mean, I don't know what there is necessarily to talk about. I think it's amazingly cool. The fact that we, we landed something on Mars. And I think we all forget the fact that this rover isn't not like a RC car from Walmart. This is like a Honda Civic that they landed on Mars, yeah. which I find very cool. And the most coolest part as a spectator, I think, is the fact that this thing transmits 4K video back to back to Earth, which is fascinating. Yeah, I actually did was I was watching the the landing in 4K because I have these fancy new monitors. Yeah, basically because I go back and forth I, uh, between my laptop and my computer. I have a like one of those pluggable docks yep. that has the monitors plugged into it. Yes. Well, Laura moved to d- double monitors as well. So I gave her my old pluggable dock and I got myself a new one. And because the whole, the one I would have bought for myself, I, the one I bought for myself this time was the one I was going to buy for myself last time, except I was an idiot and didn't really think about it too much. Okay. So basically what happened was I looked at it and it said that it was USB-C and I'm like, well, my laptop has USB-C, but my computer doesn't have like my, my tower doesn't have USB-C. So that won't suit my purposes. So I didn't buy that. Mm -hmm. And then when Laura was like, well, I need one of these things too. So I'm like, okay, well, let me take a look and, and see what I can find for you. And I was looking at the same one that I was looking at for myself, the USB-C one. And I'm like, only the end piece is USB-C. The other part is still fine. Like I could use one that I already have and like, cause I don't, I don't know which kind it is. It's the really fat one, you know, like. The oh knife. yeah. USB B or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The ones, the ones that you would plug a portable hard drive in with yeah. that kind of thing. So it's, it's that. And I'm like, I could just, I already have those cords. I don't need the cord <laughs> yeah, that comes just, with it's it. It's just the cable. Yeah, that's yeah. why I had to switch. Uh, yeah, I'm like, what, what am I, I'm an idiot. So I bought myself that one. And sure enough, it actually came with a regular USB-A <laughs> one as well. Nice, it came with both. Nice. So I have that one. But that one, it processes in 4K and the other one didn't. Mm-hmm. So now, like my monitors, even on my old computer, are all 4K. And so I've been able to watch some of this, this space stuff in, in true 4K. And it's it's gorgeous absolutely gorgeous but it's amazing right like just to think like what you're watching is taking place i think it's how far away is mars like 270 million kilometers away or something like that like it's just it's just amazing and the amount of pieces and stuff that's involved like it goes from the spaceship to a smaller spaceship that then lowers it down by rope and then it launches itself off into oblivion after the fact like it's just it's fantastic i'm so excited to see what other stuff we get back from from this mission, basically. The one thing that I couldn't get over was there was a it was a 360 camera view that mm-hmm. you could just rotate around and it was the sky. Like just looking at the stars in the sky from a planet that doesn't have light bleed constantly destroying the stars. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. It was unbelievable to look at it like that. Like it was like it, it was like you were looking at a mountain range and then like the background from a Star Trek episode was there, you know, like, <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It looks so it's so authentic that it looks fake. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 amazing. It's just amazing. The technology and all the work and all the math and everything that went into this thing, man, it's, it's fantastic. But it kind of leads me to the question. I think I posted it on Twitter, but, you know, we're getting to the point where they're going to send people to Mars. Right, they're going to they're going to send astronauts there. It's not going to be next year, but it's going to be probably in ten years, I would imagine. If our kids grew up to be astronauts, would you be okay with them going to Mars, knowing it's a one way trip, and it's not like a suicide trip, but it's they're going and they're not coming home. That's where they're going to go. It's like Europeans coming to America for the first time back in the you know the fifteen hundreds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, they, they become pioneers, and yeah. I mean like. I feel like I wouldn't be okay with it, but mm-hmm. if that's the decision that, you know, William decided he wanted to to try and better the life in the universe for humanity, then, I mean, I'm not going to stand in his way, but I'll be upset that he goes. Yeah, that's kind of my thought. Now, Tiff, on the other hand, I think would throw herself in front of the car and <laughs> he would not be going. But but yeah, I, I'm kind of the same as you. It's like, of course, I'd be upset. The good thing is, is that you can still communicate, you know, unlike, you know, 500 years ago i think once you're gone you're gone but uh yeah 
yeah, it's it's crazy to think that we'll be sending people there soon. Like I, there has there has been this level of adventure in forever, right? No, definitely not. Like I mean, the fact that you know we I'm shocked that we still haven't sent anybody back to the moon. In like, how much better is the technology of today versus when they were sending people to the moon? And they haven't sent somebody since. Well, that's right. Your your, your cell phone has like hundreds of the time more processing power than those old uh, Saturn V rockets used to have, right? Yeah. It's, it's amazing. But they, they have announced that they are going to go back to the moon because they want to test out all of their Mars stuff uh, at someplace a little closer to home. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was reading something the other day when we're really just going into it now, Mike, but I was reading something the other day about how they're talking about 3D printing all the housing and stuff on or so not housing necessarily but the facilities on like the moon or on mars or that kind of thing so they can basically just drop this giant 3d printer that then kind of spins in a circle and builds up your little igloo of safety which is kind of like an interesting way of building you know a settlement rather than having to send like here's the trailer and here's the house and here is the generator that kind of thing right yeah you only just send more material yeah exactly yeah because I know they can do that kind of stuff here on Earth, but I never really thought of it like in like a Mars or slash moon sort of system. So it's pretty cool, Mike. I, I think our kids are going to grow up in sort of like the next space age for sure. You know, like how our parents grew up when the moon or the Mars, excuse me, not the Mars race, the space race was like a whole big thing. And then for us, it was just sort of like, yeah, they do that like every month. You know, like what's, what's yeah, so exciting about this? Who yeah. cares, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, exciting, exciting times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you segue from cool space stuff to anything else that we were talking about talking about? Because none <laughs> of that is anywhere near as exciting in the in the scheme of things. But I mean, hey, you know, while, while we're talking about new technology, I got to say, last week was a really big week for PlayStation news. Okay. Like we actually haven't been talking too much about PlayStation just because there hasn't really been anything to talk about. And then like last Tuesday... PlayStation was just like, hey, here's news. Here's a ton of news. Here's a ton of news. Here's more news. Like literally all of these things would have been their own thing I mentioned right. on the show. But it, they did all of them. Like all of them but once, which was which was crazy. Oh, okay. So like what are we talking about? Like all like games or something or a little bit of everything? Well, first things first, they announced that they are going to continue their play at home initiative. And it's probably hard to remember because the play at home initiative last year wasn't that great. They they kind of were like when when COVID began back in I think it was April or May, they they said something like, Hey, we're gonna give away some free games because everyone is stuck at home. Right. And they gave away Journey and the Nathan Drake collection, which is the original three Uncharted games. And those are all great games. Mm-hmm. But they're also all old games. Right? right, yeah. So it was just like, oh, this is great. Like I actually when they when they did that, when they announced that, and they were like, here's all these free games. I already own I don't own all of those games. So it was not like but to me it was like, oh, that's great that, you know, other people are gonna get this stuff for free for something to do while they're they're at home. And I was always under the impression that that initiative was going to continue. And it just didn't like not, they never said anything about it again, but they've they finally brought it back and they said that this time they're actually going to continue supporting it. And the first game is available now and it is Ratchet and Clank for PlayStation 4. And again, this is an older game. The, this game came out in 2016, but it's still here's a free game for you. Brand new. And this initiative is going to continue and they haven't announced yet what, but they are going to give away free games in March. They're going to give away free games in April and May and June. So does this exist outside of the PlayStation Plus ecosystem? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's so nice. you, this is free for everybody. All mm-hmm. you need to do is go and claim the game. And if you don't have PlayStation Plus, you still get the game for free. That's pretty awesome. Like that's, you know, I appreciate, yeah, these games are old or whatever, but doesn't make them any less entertaining or any less good. Like they're classics, right? They're still good games. Mm -hmm. Like the Uncharted collection, that's three great games right there. And I mean, Ratchet and Clank, I've, it's been on my let's play list forever. Like it's, it's 
installed in my console in the next room and I've never touched it, but I've heard really great things about it for years. So mm-hmm. that's why, you know, I've wanted to to hop into it and play it. So if I, I've been told it's like playing a Pixar movie. That's how much how good it looks. So oh, nice. like, so that's a game that, that's out now. And they're also not just supporting it with free games. They're also adding a little bit more to the table this time around. The second half of this month, I believe they are giving away there. They Sony also owns Funimation now, which is a streaming service for anime. OK, and they are changing the rules of their free trial. So instead of it being a one month free trial, it is a three month free trial. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, so that way you get that much longer to to you know see if if, if something if watching anime f- all the time is something that you want to do, and if it's not, then hey, that's a nice free three months that that they gave you. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's better than nothing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's that's the first bit. They haven't announced anything else yet, but they will continue to announce things throughout June, all the way through June. So keep an eye out for that thing. Additionally, they also announced that, speaking of new shiny things that we were talking about, that they are going to make a new PlayStation VR. Oh, I did hear about this one. Yeah. Yeah. So details right now are, are, are pretty scarce. They basically said it's not coming this year, and they didn't show any pictures or anything like that. But they did talk about it a little bit. They said that uh, comparing it to the original... It's only going to have one cord that hooks directly into the PlayStation 5. The original had like a breaker box and like two cords that went into the PS4. Right. And then yeah. another two cords that went into the helmet. Like it, it was a, a tangled mess of wires. And everyone I ever heard anything about, because I don't know anyone who actually owned one, but anyone I, I heard about that owned it said that the main reason they didn't play it was because it was such a pain in the ass to set up. Right. So. To make it this much easier, literally just one cord in, one cord out, that's it. It's that That's game changing for a lot of people. Also, the controllers, they're making brand new controllers for it. What were wrong with the old controllers? Well, so the controllers that they had, which is, this is something I always found was really funny, is... The, the you you can use you know your you can use a wire not your wire but like your regular DualShock or and in this case it would be a DualSense controller and you could always play a game like that but there were certain circumstances where you'd be like say Beat Saber right you're not playing that with a with a console controller right no yeah you want to have some sort of hand control yeah right what they were using on the PlayStation Four was the PlayStation Move controllers which were repurposed PlayStation Three controllers right okay so it's just kind of outdated yeah. Yeah, so when when the like they were still like you charged them with mini US not mini. No, no, I guess not no mini. The one that was bigger, like yeah, it's, not it's, micro it's, USB. It's, it's mini, mini and micro USB. is the real flat one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was the bigger one. So you that's how you would charge them, which is insane. <laughs> uh, like the funny thing was is I actually still own them because back in the PS3 days, I bought them because I would play, you know, some of the, the PlayStation Move, the entire purpose of PlayStation Move was to cash in on the popularity of the Wii. Mm-hmm. And honestly, PlayStation Move was better. Like the way that it worked, it, it it was more accurate. But the problem was, is that no one cared about motion gaming by the time PlayStation Move came out. <laughs> so there's no real games. For, like there's not a lot of games for it. And the ones that are available are somewhat lackluster like it's interesting like they they tacked on like playstation move support like killzone 3 you can play killzone 3 with playstation move support i own playstation move and i own killzone 3 you know how many times i played killzone 3 with playstation move support i would guess uh one or less zero times nice nice zero times so like you know they they didn't make the experiences worth having with it but uh, apparently they worked just fine with playstation vr but the thing was is that was it they worked just fine you know they were like this was the the solution that they had mm-hmm. and um what they're doing now is they're making completely brand new controllers that are more supposedly ergonomic they the theory is they're going to be more like the quest or the vive ones like that kind of a right yeah where you kind of have individual finger manipulation and that sort of deal yeah that kind of thing and also, it's been speculated that it's going to use infrared instead of how they did the original. The original one, what they did was you had a camera and it worked the same way as the PlayStation Move. The PlayStation Move had these... Re- I'll, I'll go on a limb. They were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They had these big glowing balls on the end of the controllers. 
And yes, it was very accurate the way that they were tracked, but they looked ridiculous. Right. So what they did was the camera tracked these big light up balls. That's how they did the VR as well. The camera tracked big lights on the, the VR helmet. And when you moved, basically, if you turned around, the camera had no idea what was going on and <laughs> right. you, you, like it would go crazy. But so what they're doing is it's going to be more of infrared, which is what the, the Oculus and the Vive use to, to track where the head is. And so supposedly it's going to be a lot more accurate versus using the, the camera. So and then it removes the camera from needing to be part of the. Yeah, it makes the whole thing a little bit cheaper, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing, like. VR, like the, if the, the more stuff that they can do with it to make it cheaper and more, because like when you would buy all of the parts for the VR, it was you were buying the helmet, you were buying two controllers because you needed two controllers and you were buying the camera. Mm-hmm. So you bought like so much stuff. The funny thing was, is I owned enough stuff of the other stuff. Like I own a camera. I own two move controllers from the PlayStation three days. All I needed was the visor. And it was like, almost impossible to find just that well yeah because i mean why would anyone just need the visor right like, yeah, i think you are more of a rare case than anything else yeah so like i i would be paying way more than i needed to pay because uh, it, eventually it reached a point where like the only way you could buy it was if you already had the like the pack that had the camera the controllers and the the headset itself right. and i'm like well i don't need all that shit additionally i didn't need to pay a lot of money to have more games in my backlog than i already have <laughs> yeah that's right that's a, a common that's a common theme for you yeah yeah it's funny because i actually have like if i were to go out and buy the helmet right now i would have i i think i have like 15 games between free games or add-on games that came with games that i purchased like perfect example resident evil 7 mm-hmm. has a built-in vr mode like I would have enough games to play on it right now. I wouldn't need to buy a new game, but even so I don't have time to play the games that I have right now. No, exactly. you know, so let alone something that I need to clear like a five foot radius every time I play it. Well, that's, that's one of the downsides of VR, right? Is that you just, you need that big space. And I just don't think that many people have that big space, you know, like you need like a 10 by 10 square. And yeah, I don't know. I, I I enjoy virtual reality gaming. I think we mentioned before that we've gone to a place in Hamilton and and tried it out there, and it was fun. But I couldn't imagine playing VR by myself. Like I think a lot of the fun is like with you know a couple other people, right? Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Well, it's exciting. I'm I'm interested to see what they come up with. Yeah, and then additionally, PlayStation other stuff that got mentioned is they said that Gran Turismo. This is the less fun one. Is okay. that Gran Turismo is actually delayed? The new Gran Turismo. Okay. So it was Gran Turismo Seven was supposed to be coming out around now ish, and basically they said, yeah, we pushed that to twenty twenty two because it needs some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, COVID has not been kind to the working environment of that game. Apparently. No, I've got to imagine it's going to be pretty challenging. Mm-hmm. So, so that one has been delayed to twenty twenty two. I imagine it will not be the last big AAA game like that. Like I. I there's a, supposed to be a God of War game coming out this year, and I don't see it happening. I really don't. No, I feel I don't like that's so getting either. pushed to next year too. But again, we we've, we've said it ad nauseum at this point. I would rather them wait. I'd rather them push it out and let it come out proper and all finished, rather than them release it in some sort of horrible buggy state because that would be brutal. That is nothing yep. worse than that. Yep. And then last Thursday, they had a big state of play, which is like the Nintendo Direct, Mm -hmm. which we actually missed. There was a Nintendo Direct the week before that I wanted to bring up. And then I completely forgot about it because there was like nothing worth talking about in the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. So unless you like Mario Golf, and then there was plenty to talk about. (laughs) But um, the, the state of play happened and it was... It wasn't the greatest. Like there was a lot of stuff in it that was like, okay, we already knew about this. Like they opened up with uh, Crash Bandicoot Four is coming to PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. and they'd already announced that like last week. So it was kind of like, why are you spending time talking about this? But another thing that they announced was um, Oddworld Soul Soulstorm. I don't know if you know the Oddworld games, like Abe's Odyssey and stuff. Like I do. That. Yes, yeah. Old franchise that has a new game coming out. That's coming out in April. They gave that announcement, but they also announced that that game is going to be free with PlayStation Plus when it launches. So, like right out of the box, 
as soon as it comes out, it's free for a lot of people. Anyone who's got PlayStation Plus. Nice. Well, that works out well. Which is great. But then again, I've heard about this so many times that it was something that didn't need to be in there. It was kind of like, okay, like you could have put that in a tweet, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but it, it, there was a game that they announced called Sifu and it's like a Kung Fu action game. Like, okay. you know, the hall, remember the hallway fight scene in Daredevil, the first season of Daredevil? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. It's like that, but a video game interesting yeah it looks badass mm-hmm. so i'm really excited to see that game uh it looks like you basically just fight until you get really old like because they kept old. showing okay yeah because they kept showing the character like he was fighting and then he'd get knocked down and then he'd get back up and then he'd grown a beard and then he continued to fight and then he'd get knocked down and he'd gr- get up and he'd have gray hairs in his beard and then he'd fight and then by the end of the trailer he was like an old man with like the long beard and stuff right right yeah so I, I assume you just fight until you die in that game. <laughs> I just really enjoyed your description there, Mike. I thought you were going to break out into Chumbo Wumba for a second. Oh, because I get knocked down. Yeah, and, and then, then you, you get, get up, up again. again. <laughs> then you grow a beard. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that game looked really cool. Returnal, which is uh, a game by Housemark that's uh, kind of a PlayStation. It's a PlayStation 5 exclusive. It's second party. So it's Sony's producing it, but they don't own like, the studio that's making it. Okay, yep. That looks really cool. It's got this weird like cosmic horror vibe to it where like you play as this woman, she's like an astronaut and she lands on this planet and she's like trapped there and there's aliens and you shoot at them. But then also like you find the house you grew up in on the planet and like, why is that there? And you go in the room and you suddenly you're, you're, you're dead, but then you, you're alive again and like it keeps repeating. So it's got this like, it's like a, it's got a roguelike element to it. Right. Okay. So, and that that's coming out in April. And there's a game that I've talked about, I think, on the show. It was announced back at the PlayStation Showcase originally when they were announcing the the console and what it looked like. It's called uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. And it looks like a Pixar movie. Like, it looks like, you know, that game. Or not even actually, that's not even a Pixar movie. But, you know, that movie that's coming out like Rayla and the Last Dragon. It's like a new Disney movie that's coming out in, like the next month. Oh, OK. No, I'm not super familiar. Okay, well, it's a CG film. It looks like that. It looks like that, like that style and everything. Like, okay. it's that. It's got that like Asian classic story. It's, it's like Avatar almost, like oh, that kind okay, of a okay, flavor yeah. to it, right? And that that was supposed to come out in March, but that got pushed to August, which is fine. I have plenty to play in till August. Like, I was excited to play this game. I was really hoping it was going to be the free PlayStation Plus game of the month for March. Was was this game? But no, hopefully, maybe, maybe in August it will be the free game. I don't know, but we'll we'll see. But the big thing that they ended the state of play with was Final Fantasy VII Remake Inter... Intergage? I don't remember exactly what it's called. Interlog or something along those lines. Okay. So, okay. I don't know what it is with Square Enix and its weird-ass video game names like their jrpgs if they have a jrpg they got to give it a stupid ass name like i don't know how familiar you are with the weird ass names of king kingdom hearts games not really no because i'm not i'm not a huge like rpg guy so i don't follow them and stuff right okay like literally one of the games is called kingdom hearts 2.8 hd remix chain of memories that's oh, the name of one yeah of the that games. just rolls off the tongue yeah yeah so they have all these weird ass names like final fantasy 7 remake inter interlog or something like that <laughs> and so basically what this is is it, it's the playstation 5 version of final fantasy remake which came out last year and that comes out in june and it's it basically it's the same game except it's got better like effects and it's 60 frames a second in 4k and 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 uh up you know upgrades like that like it doesn't look that it's got uh ray tracing in the original right right little things like that but they also announced that if you already own the original you get the update for free but it doesn't come with a dlc that was announced at the same time so they announced the game is coming and then they announced a dlc is coming that's like it extends the story but they announced that the dlc the, the, see if you could follow along here. okay yeah. the dlc comes with the game if you buy it on ps5 right if you bought the game on ps4 already 
you get an upgrade to the PS5 version for free, but you have to buy the DLC separately. Okay. Okay? Yep, I'm following. For March, they announced the PlayStation Plus free games. Guess what one of them is? Final Fantasy VII Remake. Now, that's great. Hey, Final Fantasy VII for free? That's fantastic. And then when it comes out on PS5, you get the upgrade for free? No, you don't. If you get the PS Plus version of Final Fantasy VII, you do not get the free upgrade. Oh, you okay. have to buy All it right. again. So there's like three paths you can take. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the last one. Because if you, if you go with the PlayStation Plus, because I'm going to get it. I'm going to grab it for free sure, on PlayStation yeah. Plus. And and then if you wanted it on PlayStation 5, you have to buy the upgraded version because that's the thing. This DLC doesn't come out on PS4. You cannot buy the, the DLC for the PS4 version. It is only on the PS5 version. I mean, it makes sense that there's a PS5 version of this game because right, right. really, like, there's the sequel. They're, they're, they're doing this remake series, right, where... They, they've somehow managed to split Final Fantasy VII into multiple games when they originally they're remaking a game that was one game right. and they're remaking it into like four games. Well, none of the other games are going to be on PS4 by the time they come out. Nobody's going to be making PS4 games by the time Final Fantasy Remake Part Two, Seven, the Integral or is, comes out. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It, yeah. It's, everyone will be playing on PS5 by then. So it makes sense that they would move the first game to ps5 so that you can carry your save progress from the first game into the second one Mm -hmm. so yeah i I can see why they would do that and and i mean at the at the end of the day that's exciting to some people but for a lot of people it was kind of a wet fart to end that on and people didn't exactly love the state of play in the in the end like i thought it was okay yeah well there's no like huge names like that i would necessarily recognize and yeah if you're a lover of final fantasy absolutely it's great but if you if you're not a huge Final Fantasy guy or, you know, so you don't want to play the same game for the 15th time, then, yeah, I can understand why people would be a little bit, you know, bored by it. Yeah. Like there's some stuff in there. Like I, I skipped a bunch of games like Deathloop was in there and, mm-hmm. and uh, a few other games like that. But like there was no heavy hitters. Like they didn't show God of War. They didn't show Horizon. They didn't show Ratchet and Clank, which is coming out like the new Ratchet and Clank. Cause there's actually right. a new Ratchet and Clank coming out in June. They didn't show that. I feel like that would have been something that they should have been like, Hey, look, here's new gameplay of this game. Cause they've only shown the same like trailer like four times. Right. Right. So, so like they, they, they really could have fit at least one big heavy hitter in there and, and it'd been very impressive, but also when it comes to PlayStation news, this one wasn't official news, but it kind of leaked out and it's not good news. Oh, okay. So I don't know how familiar, like obviously, you know, some of the PlayStation studios, I'm sure, you know, Naughty Dog and Insomniac. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're some of the big names, but you probably don't know Studio Japan at all. No, not at all. So Studio Japan is shockingly the studio in Japan that makes PlayStation games. <laughs> it's the it's the first party studio. And a lot of franchises that are more well known to big PlayStation fans, but not so much common stuff. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Gravity Rush or well, I mean, you know what? Yeah. You know Shadow of Colossus. You've probably know Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, right? I know Shadow of Colossus. I actually do know Gravity Rush too, yeah. Yeah, so Gravity Rush, Shadow of the Colossus, Everybody's Golf. I don't know if you know ne- Everybody's no, Golf. No, probably not so, that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a Studio Japan yeah. game. But they, they Ape Escape, they, they're responsible, they're the team responsible for Ape Escape, if you remember Ape Escape. I, I do not know. Maybe, okay. maybe to see it. Maybe to see it, I remember it. A- Ape Escape's the one with the weird monkeys with the siren hats. Oh, then no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it was originally a PlayStation 1 franchise, and then they did it. They brought it back on PlayStation 2, oh, and they really okay, haven't yeah. been seen since. But yeah, Japan Studios, it's it's responsible for a lot of their, a lot of their more Japanese-centric franchises. Mm-hmm. And basically, there's kind of been a bit of a brain drain there where like big names have been leaving the company okay. like the guy who was the the head director for gravity rush one and two. He was also the director for siren blood curse, which was another PlayStation exclusive franchise siren. It's really funny. Siren is like silent Hill, which is really funny because the guy who created siren was also the guy who created silent Hill. Like he was the director of the original silent Hill. Okay. And then he left and came to PlayStation and then he made siren and then he made gravity rush and things like that. So, he left like maybe a month ago and started a new studio and he brought a bunch of people with him. And then I forget who else, but there was some other high profile 
Japan studio head that left and, and he's going to form his own studio as well. And people were like, this is crazy. I wonder what's going on over there that all these guys are, are leaving all of a sudden. Well, from the sounds of it, it's actually sort of leaked out through like an expose. I think it was like Wall Street Japan or somebody. No, no, no. It was somebody. No, sorry. I'm I'm mixing up sources. Somebody <laughs> else was talking about this as well. I can't remember the name of it. It was in Wall Street Japan, but it was somebody who figured this out is basically they are, they're not closing Studio Japan, but they are turning it down essentially like they're 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 winding it down and they're moving the staff around right kind of reconfiguring the whole thing a little bit yeah basically like actually one of the teams because the studio japan is is an interesting team structure because it's not like oh studio japan is studio japan there's like teams in studio japan like a perfect example is a sobi team a sobi team is the team responsible for the astros playroom Oh, okay. Yeah, so you know that game based off PlayStation 5 yep. and how it was the game that it's the free game that comes with every single PlayStation 5. Well, Team Asobi is made entirely of people who work under Studio Japan. And supposedly Team Asobi is like the only productive studio under the Japan Studio umbrella. Like the the American PlayStation teams are making games that are profitable. And the Japanese team is making games that no one's buying. Right, right. So they've been scaling down on Studio Japan. Asobi team, they've been doing great. They released Astro's Playroom to a ton of acclaim. So they're they're doing great. Supposedly, they've been moving people off of their other teams and into Team Asobi. So Team Asobi is actually benefiting from, from this, but everybody else is sort of getting winded down and... And they're not officially shut down or anything like that, but basically it's, it's yeah. the, the word has come out from people who work there anonymously that Studio Japan is on its way out. Yeah, it's not looking good none, either way, yeah. Yeah, so that's, un- that's unfortunate. Yeah, that is, that, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, some like I said, some great franchises came out of there. Like I, I, Shadow of the Colossus is a huge game that, that came out of Studio Japan. Uh, Last Guardian didn't sell as well, but that's a fairly well-known known, uh, franchise. Ico, these are all by, by the same studio team in within Studio Japan. The Gravity Rush games, everybody's golf, these games have been coming out for the last few years and and they apparently just have not been hitting as well as one would like at at sony and yeah it's a shame yeah that is too bad yeah you hate to see that kind of stuff especially you know a studio that does have that history behind it but yeah it's the studio is as old as playstation itself yeah yes it almost just sounds like mismanagement you know to a certain extent right like you know, yeah, you're allowed to have a couple whiffs here and there, but you would think a, a studio with that kind of history would, they could turn it around or like, you know, make Shadow of the Colossus 2, you know, like that kind of stuff, right? I know there's yeah. a few of them, but. Uh, well, I think, I think their last major, major hit was Bloodborne, I think, because they, they were involved in studio. Yeah, studio that was pretty popular. Yeah. But, but yeah, well, yeah, it was the, it was the guy I was talking about, the other guy who I couldn't remember. He was from, he was the director of Bloodborne. Oh, okay. Okay. The guy who left. But yeah, so I mean, it's 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 crazy because like all of the PlayStation North American studios are doing really well. Like Ghost of Tsushima is Sucker Punch, and that's out of the U.S. And mm-hmm. all of those franchises are doing fantastic. They sell great. They get a lot of exposure, and then the Japanese teams have just kind of been putting out sevens, and, and nobody cares, right? Right. Yeah. So. And, and it's crazy because like it's not like Japanese gaming like game companies are are doing a bad job. Like some would say that Capcom, which is a Japanese company, is in the middle of a renaissance. Like they they were on their way down for a while, and now they're just like hit after hit after hit. Like mm-hmm. I think their last Monster Hunter game is the best selling Capcom game ever. Damn, like, that's pretty good. Like, yeah, like above like Street Fighter Two and and things like that. Like. It's insane. Mm-hmm. So like there's a, kind of a Japanese game renaissance happening where like for a long time people were like, who cares? It's all about like Halo and stuff. And now it's like, oh, no, these Japanese games are are coming back. Yeah. And then it's it's crazy. Just like a, one of the major, you know, Japanese studios out of Japan is done. Well, maybe that's what they need. You know, it's hard to say, man. I don't know. 
You should. You should figure it out. I, I will. I, I will report back for you next week. <laughs> Tell them what they need. I'll is, send them a is, letter. Yeah. Just copy what Studio United States is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Just make everything really gritty. And you do a gritty reboot. I mean, that works for God of War, right? Like God of War did this serious reboot. Just reboot Gravity Rush. And mm-hmm. Make it very serious. Works for Batman, you know? It works for Batman. There yeah. you go. If it works for That's Batman, it's going to work for you. <laughs> well i think on that note that will do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds full-time dads.com as well as on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, Castbox, and all your favorite podcast listening services if you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong you can send an email to that ads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com or reach us on our twitter or facebook accounts at pt nerds ft dads We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>